Weepa team is proud to bring you Weepa Waves, the sound waves of your career. And the F words, the taboo stops here. Let's tackle the tough issues together. Hi, my name is Lindsay Rainwater. I am the founder and CEO of the Women in Fitness Association. We believe that storytelling has a magical way of connecting us all. We give a voice to tough topics and break down any fear of being alone. Weefa Waves is the podcast devoted to the sound waves of your career, giving voice to our global community. Please also enjoy our newest addition to our podcast family, F-Words. We highlight the taboo topics and feature words like fertility, finance, facelift, and fillers. We're going to break down any tough issues that we might face together. Enjoy today's episode of Weefa Waves and F-Words. Welcome to the WIFA Waves, the podcast for the WIFA community by the WIFA team. This is Jennifer Halsall here, and we have a special guest with us today. Jennifer Blackburn is joining us from Maryland. I'm also joined by Morgan Hills Aditoye, and this is our first podcast without Lindsay Rainwater because she's on maternity leave uh, after welcoming her little girl Peyton into the world on September 24th. So are, are we feeling powerful, Morgan? Like we can do whatever we want. <laughs> Shh, don't tell Lindsay. <laughs> She'll listen to this eventually. She'll be like, you guys. But what, what, before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit more about Jennifer before we get into the interview. She is a dynamic group fitness instructor, cycling coach, and personal trainer. Um, it, it looks like you've done a couple of things, Jennifer. It looks like you've hit the fitness bingo card in terms of what, what you can do, as well as the amount of certifications that you have. Um, so you, like including Schwinn, Stages, TRX, Bosu, NASM, ACE, AFA, uh, AI, and ISMA. Um, anybody from outside our industry will just be overwhelmed with the amount of acronyms that we just throw out on, <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. Uh, she's also an ambassador for Lululemon, Life Fuels, Vital Performance, and Girls Up. And you might have actually seen her on TV because she's been featured on NBC4, Discovery Health, Good Day Live, Great Day Washington, and Comcast Sports. And she's also contributed articles for the Washington Post, Women's Health, Self Magazine, Birdie, Parade, and was named one of DC's top trainers in the Washingtonian Magazine. So you're coming at us with more than 20 years of experience, and we're so honored to get to speak to you, know you better, and hear your story. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. What an amazing organization. Thank you. Thank you. We think so. Um, and congratulations, so, Lindsay. I know. I know. It's, it, it, it was just uh, like we, we've, been, we've been counting it down and she started, um, she started having contractions a little bit earlier than we expected. And both Morgan and I were like, you know what? This is happening. Like this is happening sooner rather than later. And, uh, and it did. <laughs> so, 
So, and you never can tell. No, you can't. <laughs> That's just the thing with it. Okay. So let's, let's dive in. So I, I think, I think we, we start, we ask you a bunch of really big questions. So the first one we asked was, um, at WIFA, we believe that the big picture, like your big picture, your purpose informs your daily actions. So what is your purpose and, and how do you, how do you anchor that as a, as something that becomes a daily mantra in your life? So, um, I have five children and, uh, soon to be a grandmother. I have a grandson on the way, but I think, um, one of the main things that wakes me up every morning and gets me inspired to start my day and to coach others is the commitment that I give to the people that enter into my space, whether that space is physical or virtual, that they have to be inspired and have the tools that they need, even when times are really tough, to can to continue their movement, to encourage them to move every day, no matter what they're dealing with physically or emotionally. You know, we've had this year and a half of, you know, the pandemic and crazy new normals and things that were very unexpected. And I think having someone to coach you, to guide you, like no matter what you have going on, let's shut the door. Let's be present in what we're doing and moving our body here today. And then once Mm -hmm. we open the door, all of those things will still be there and we can deal with them more efficiently and more productively after we've been responsible to ourselves and to our body and how to keep that body moving successfully. So I think that's, that's really the, the, the thing that wakes me up in more in the morning. And then as a mom, um, just to teach my children how to continue to be strong, independent people who treat every person they come across with kindness and respect. That's a, that's a big purpose. Both of those are are huge purposes. <laughs> that that's amazing. I think, you know, just reflecting on what you were saying about uh, the, the space that you create for people, it, it's so important that, that we have someone in our lives that um, allows us to check out of our head and check into our body. Yeah. And I think too, when you're, you know, in this new normal, if you will, even virtually, we don't know what people are experiencing on the other side of the camera or when they physically come in to take your class outdoors or inside. We don't know if they're dealing with, you know, some sort of horrible tragedy or maybe it's just they're really struggling with raising their children during this extreme new normal or just day to day responsibilities of life can be challenging from one day to the next. Absolutely. And, and our bodies are so much smarter than our thinky brains are. And we just need to spend more time there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. We appreciate it. Of course. Um, kind of talking about your career a little bit, like we mentioned in your bio, you've done a ton of stuff and it's really exciting. So tell us what are some career highlights for you? So um, I started out uh, running a athletic performance facility more towards uh, youth movement and athletics. And then as I geared away from that, I went into, you know, quote unquote, corporate big box, opening up other big box facilities, starting the first 
uh, Orange Theory franchise in the D.C. area. Um, So I've trained up and mentored hundreds and hundreds of instructors, I would say, in the last 10 years. And then when the pandemic hit, I basically transitioned from uh, where I was corporate and built my own business basically overnight. So I was working for somebody else, working around their schedule and, you know, aiming my career highlights, if you will, towards their goals. And now I kind of flipped the script. Like now the career highlights from here forward will be based on my goals. So obviously virtual was a whole new thing. Like I didn't even know what the word Zoom meant. I had to like YouTube how to even create an account. But I was able to build this huge business overnight and not only from the financial business side, but just the ability to leave a studio and four days later, open up a laptop and have 120 people take a virtual class with you. And you're like, you can like teach the class and then shut the computer and exhale and be like, I feel so great that I was able to access 120 lives in 45 minutes. And no matter what happens from this point forward, I was able to be purposeful and intentional in their life for that 45 minutes. I was able to help them move and give them access to movement when the world was basically shut down, which was awesome. And then um, a big career highlight was speaking that idea, which I've never done. And I was so nervous and it was so freaking amazing. (laughs) So that was awesome. That's awesome. I love that. It is, it was such an interesting, um, you know, during the shutdown, I was on several, of course, being a part of WIFA, I have a lot of friends <laughs> that right. um, teach uh, fitness. And so, you know, I was taking everyone's classes, which was so cool for me, because I could actually experience people that aren't that don't live in my state, you know, that I know are incredible instructors, but I, I, uh, you know, haven't been able to take their classes. And so it was really fun to be able to do that. But like you mentioned, like to have access to that many people is wild, like, right. And just like expands your influence, you know, so much further. And I have many friends like yourself who just were like, Whoa, I did not, you know, shocked that like, Oh my gosh, 120 people want to take my class. Right. And it's like, every week had over a hundred people on her zooms. And I'm like, Holy cow. Not only like, is she able to like make so much more money now too, because of having access to so many more people, but just like what a, you know, how amazing for you to validating really to see. uh, And I think from a financial perspective, you know, if you go to a big box or even like a, a franchise you see 25 people or 30 people, you know, maybe 40 at the most, depending on the size of this facility. And you're like, okay, I saw 120 people in three or four hours, but now I'm able to see all of these people, 80 people, hundred people, 120 people in one hour. So my time is actually more efficient. I'm making more money. I'm touching more lives. And then I can go on and homeschool my children all day, which I'm not very good at. So Okay, let's let's put a pin in that and come back to that in a second. Um, But uh, the like you said something about 
there was a moment where you stopped chasing other people's goals and you shifted it to making sure that you you were putting your goals first. Can you, I, I think a lot of people uh, have their, like life is living them rather than them living their lives. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, that moment for you and how you made the switch? Oh yeah. I know exactly that moment. So I was talking to the corporate management team and I was told to no longer quote unquote zoom fitness classes because when we stopped teaching, I was the area director and I basically called every instructor and I was like, okay, um, Morgan, when can you teach? Great. Jennifer, when can you teach? Great. And I made like this fake group fitness schedule of zoom codes And then I posted it on social media because, you know, if you, where we live, it's called the DMV. So it's DC, Maryland, Virginia, it's three States. So everyone is in a different state. And I was like, okay, Morgan's going to teach Pilates. Jennifer's going to teach Zumba. Um, William's going to teach yoga. What do you want to take? And I was like on the emails and it was crazy. And corporate was like, stop doing it. And I remember, and I don't cry. I'm not a crier. I sat down in my room and I was like devastated because I was thinking about the 87 year old lady that, you know, does the mambo shuffle in the back of my room while I'm teaching a hit class. And even though she's not doing what she's doing, what we're doing, she's moving. And I'm like, what's Judy going to do? Who's going to call Judy in the morning and be like, Judy, you got to get up. We got to get up. Today's a new day. And I like started crying and I'm like, you basically want me to stop teaching other people to move during a pandemic when they might be alone in their house, just because I might, God forbid, take 20 bucks away from you. That's not going to happen. And I literally, I like sat there numb and I was like, people are dropping dead. If I can help them move, that's why I got into this business. And I can't go away from that just because you're this huge corporation and you want to make all the money. And I'm like, we're done. We're done. Yeah. So it was that moment where I'm like, I have to put other people's well-being first and then go back to the reason why I took this job, you know, why I got into this field. I got into this field through my own tragedy. Um, growing up, I was emancipated at 15. I never moved back home. I lived on my own since I was 15 years old. And the first job I had was at the YMCA. And so I was like, this is amazing. I can be athletic and uh, function and have a goal and be organized and plan my day. And I remember I made $18 an hour teaching uh, high-low impact. Remember that high-low aerobics, right? Yes. And um, I was like, $18? girl, I'm rich. This is awesome. And I was like 16 years old. I was like, I'm making so much money. I'm going to do this forever. (laughs) And that high low kept me going. It kept, it kept me making my way through high school, making my way through college. I didn't do drugs. I didn't party. I didn't skip school. It kept me honest and on a path. So I just feel like after all the tragedies I've been through, I owe it to those 700 people that I've seen every week for the past 10 years. So then I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to keep doing this. And if you're not going to help me or be my cheerleader, then I'm going to go do it on my own. 
I, I love that. It, that gives me chills. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really so happy to hear the story, the story where you stood up and you were like, no, this isn't, this isn't cool. You're not going to stop people from, from moving. Right. And it wasn't about the money, you know, I mean, yeah, the money was great. It was nice. It was like a lot more efficient and easy than me working 70 hours a week, but it was more just about the world had stopped and how do we keep them moving and give them faith that it's going to be okay. And most of the people that I train are over 40, over 50. So some of those people might be high risk. They, they were in their lockdown much longer than someone like you and I who are younger and maybe a little bit more healthy and fit. So it was really important that I, I made movement accessible for them, no matter what was going to happen. And that, that's the, that's the beauty of being able to train at home. And that's the beauty of being able to connect with your favorite instructor, you know, on, on demand that way, because they're so like, there's so much more safety when you're just in your own home and you don't have to turn the computer, the computer, the, the camera on. If you, if you don't want to, or you right. can, if you do, it, yeah. it's like, that, that's awesome. Well, I, what I, what I realized that I did is I kind of like migrated into the next question, which was like, what, what was the big uh, push to go on, to go out on your own after, after working for Equinox. And this was a little bit of that story, I think. Yeah. So, um, I feel like, uh, it was important. I feel like the accessibility was super important and knowing that obviously you, we weren't going to stay in lockdown forever. I I was asking myself like, okay, there's going to be a lot of people who feel confined like they're in jail. Cause a lot of people are like in their basement or, you know, I've got a lot of people in New York who are in like their 100 square foot apartment. And I was like, what's going to happen after this? So I also wanted to create, I don't teach Pilates. I don't teach yoga. So how could, how could I create this well-rounded fitness regimen for people too, so that they didn't get burnout. I was shipping people with equipment. I was doing like YouTube videos, like you're going to buy a Rubbermaid tub and have an Amazon ship it to you. And then we're going to put books in it. And then we're going to take this bucket and fill it with concrete. And we're going to use it. I mean, it was, it was crazy. Right. And then as an instructor, it's also exhausting. Cause you're like, if you have a bottle, do this. If you have a towel, do this. If you, you know, you're like, okay, I just spent an hour giving 700 modifications for 70 different people with 70 different physical ailments and 70 different pieces of equipment. So as an instructor too, you didn't want to get burnout. Right. So Mm -hmm. I was like, how can we create this well-rounded fitness team where people can have access to you? So I ventured away from Equinox. I created my own team on zoom, but then I was like, okay, this is great, but I've got four kids at home and my oldest has grown and gone. And I was like, I'm not making a website. I'm not collecting payments. I'm not, this is too much. Like I know my limits. I'm really good at coaching. I'm really good at connection. I suck at all things tech, like horrible. So I was like, there's got to be like some tech genius out there who can just build me whatever the hell this is called. And then I can just open my laptop, teach my class, close it. And then money just magically goes in my checking account. How can I do that? (laughs) Well, ironically enough, a week later, this girl 
that I work with in California sends me a message and she's like, girl, did you see this Instagram picture? And I was like, what? Somebody had written like a meme. Um, There was an instructor at Equinox who quit Equinox. She wrote a big article and she was basically upset that Equinox wasn't paying the instructors their full rate after we came out of quarantine. So this, this ad said something along the lines of, if you want to work and keep more of your money, check out Moxie. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a, I like stalked, you know, cause like the fitness world is really like this big, but it's really this big. Like we all know yeah. each other, right? You're like full circle. And so I'd reached out to some of the big wigs and I was like, ever heard of this? Ever heard of this? And everyone was like, no. So I basically sent the CEO uh, LinkedIn and I'm like, hey, who are you? I've never heard of you and I'm kind of old and been in this business for a really long time. And he was like, oh, want to chat? And I said, sure, let's chat. So he created exactly what I had envisioned, just a space. So same if you were to rent a physical space, I'm going to pay you rent, but I'm going to come in. I'm going to bring my own people. I'm going to bring my own music and I'm going to teach my own class. And then I just pay rent. That's all I want. I was like, this is freaking awesome. I'm like, so when Sally's credit card declines, I don't have to call her. He's like, nope, we do all that. I was like, what? When Sarah doesn't pay for her class, I don't have to call her and ask her for my money. He's like, nope. I was like, oh my God, dude, I don't know who you are, but this is genius. And every instructor should hop on this. So I basically took my team on to Moxie. And you know, we've gone through this 18 months of change. And I was like, oh God, I don't want everyone to go from like in the club to Zoom and then be like, guess what? You're going to have to change again and freak everyone out. So I held a donation class on Giving Tuesday. And I was like, people will totally change if they're if it's for a good cause, right? So I, I said, we're going to try out this thing. It's called Moxie but all the money is going to go to charity. So everyone came to the site. We raised $7,000 for cycle for survival. And then I told everyone, thank you so much for coming. By the way, this is our new normal. It starts in four weeks. So it was awesome. It was a super fluid transition. And then I just basically pushed all my stuff to Moxie. And now I just, I teach, shut the computer, leave, get paid. Magical, magical. If I have a tech issue, I'm like, hi, tech support. Can I get a little help on blah, blah, blah? They're like, yes, Jen, we got you done. It's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. It, it, you know, platforms like Moxie are just really game changers, yes. like you're mentioning. And it's, um, you know, one of the things I was going to ask you was, you know, it it has been such a hard year for instructors, especially. Um, and through WIFA, what we find out is like what you just said, like instructor fitness professionals are really good at their craft, totally. not always like the best business, like people or tech, right. people. like that's not why, you know, you went into this as a career, you went into it because you really love to move and you love helping people move. Not because you, like you just said, like want to figure out how to, you know, file your taxes my own website (laughs) yeah build your website and so um 
you know, so that, I know that was really hard as great as it is that like, there's so much more availability to make more money as instructors now, because you're not confined to whatever the, you know, rules are at your club. Um, and you know, I don't, I think group fitness pay has been an issue still is an issue. And now that we have now that instructors have all this access, it's like clubs and boutiques and all of them, like any, um, any brick and mortar, like they're going to have to figure out their pay structure because now people aren't going to keep making pennies when they're like, well, I could just go do, I could just get on Moxie and do my own thing and make, you know, triple whatever you think is you're paying me. (laughs) So um, you've mentioned that you mentored a ton of instructors over the last 10 years. So is, you know, can you give like two, like gems of like, this is advice that I have for anyone who's like still struggling um, with the changes. Yeah, I think this is funny because we were just having this conversation um, the other day with Nicole and I was telling her something that I, I really realized, you know how, you know, just five years ago, you could go to an idea conference or a NASM conference, you know, or like, you know, Jeffrey Scott would do something or Emma Berry, all the greats would have like the ability you could go to them and be like, I need help mentor me up, you know, whatever. And they would, they would help you. But now these things have changed. We went from in physical spaces to virtual. So now how do we bridge those two together? How do we give instructors the confidence to remain flexible in what their next path is. Like I have some instructors that got on virtual and they were like, never doing this again. It was so awful. I can't stand it. Get it away. It's not my thing. But unfortunately it's going to have to be your thing because where is the business trending and how do we, how do we mentor up fitness professionals to be successful, to be flexible in this new space, this, you know, quote unquote hybrid that we're in now to bring people into a physical location while I've got Morgan in Colorado and Gail in Belgium and Jennifer in the Netherlands. And we all want to work out together. Like, how do we do that? And how do we give coaches the tools in their toolbox to make them feel successful and deliver that amazing on-brand experience for whatever their brand may be, right? I do think that that is something that right now is lacking in our industry, We need to give fitness professionals that education, that ability to fill their toolbox and give them the confidence. Like, yes, you can do virtual. If you can do a hundred people on a basketball court at Lifetime Fitness, you could absolutely do 80 people virtually and build the same amount of hype. I, I, I'm totally with you. I also think that the expectation of the fitness, uh, fitness professional solopreneur is just impossible because yeah. if you have to be all of the departments, if you have to be the IT department and the finance department and the marketing department and the, you know, uh, if you have to be all of the things, 
Yeah. And one person can't do that. that. That's why we burn out and implode. And the, and the thing that I wish as an industry we would get better at is, is collaborating together. I mean, I think Moxie is a great example of, of collaboration because, you know, you, you are the product department essentially, right. and they are all of the other departments. So you can, you can do your specialization. Right. But I think you know, cause, cause I've spoken with so many fitness professionals over the years and worked with them as well. It's just like, that's the thing that, that you see that makes them crash and burn. And they, and, and they feel like they've really failed and they don't understand why, but it's like one person can't be all of those things. Right. Any, any company that is successful has all of these different experts that are pulling together to, to make the carriage go. So I think that's, um, that, 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 that's really the thing that, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we just have to get the message out that it's not supposed to ever be that way. And we have to reach out and, and connect as, as we do with our members, but on the business side, right? I think to the conversation, you know, when, when COVID hit and we all went on Zoom, I think instructors were making an obscene amount of money, like not realistic money. You know, they're like, well, why would I want to join a platform and give them 10% when I can make $7,000 an hour? You know, I mean, it's like a crazy amount of money. And you're like, that is not normal. Just like what we're going through is not normal. Like enjoy the cash flow; It's great. But now take your trainer hat off and your greedy hat off. And let's think about how we can take that and build a successful long-term business. Mm -hmm. What do we need to do? Okay. Maybe it's worth giving a company 10% so that they can handle the credit cards and the declines and the, and the booking, the class and the IT background and what's going on with my, you know, connections and all that. I, uh, I took my kids across the country during COVID and we had no plan, but I brought my photography lights, my camera and everything. So every day it was like, where's Waldo? And I would teach a class. We went to Montana and Yellowstone and the whole thing. And I remember at one point there was no power. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun, but I am teaching my class. So I had like the hot spot on the deck. It was like five in the morning. I had all four of my kids holding flashlights. And I was like, we will make it work. Yes. You know? So like, <laughs> if, if you have all that going on, you're like, I have one job program my class and coach. I can't deal with why do the lights not work? Why is the cable not working? Why did Sarah Sue not pay me? Or you have 120 people taking your class. What are you logging them in? Like, oh, now I've got a spreadsheet. Who paid? Who didn't pay? Who overpaid? Like, no, do what you're good at and outsource those other things that can be easily outsourced at this day and age, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's the message. Basically, this is the this is the message that our our fitness professionals need to hear. And um, I'm just wondering, do you have anything new that's launching, or any special message that people need to to know about? So we just built our first location in Bethesda, and it's basically it's not all about me. It's about me helping other coaches enhance their craft. So now I'm providing a physical house and a virtual house, right? Mm -hmm. They come in, they coach. So like this morning I had nine people in the studio at 6 a.m. and 22 people virtually. So now I'm able to access 
those people both in a physical space and a virtual space. And then I had three women who were unable to come to the class and two of them already watched the workout on demand. So now I'm tapping in to lives, no matter where they are, or what they're doing, there's no excuses. We can, yeah. we can help you move no matter what's going on. I can help you move. Mm-hmm. Right. So now it's just going to be creating opportunities for coaches to get them into a space where they can access more humans at once and then giving them to the tools to deliver that amazing experience to all the lives they are touching. Mm-hmm. So yeah, first location is up and running. We just opened it six weeks ago. It's freaking amazing. Second location is coming in, in the next six weeks. Yeah. Congratulations. That's super exciting. Thank you. Yeah. But yes, so many important things were said on this podcast and I'm just really excited for our community to be able to hear it. And, um, where can they find you to reach out if anyone wants to connect after this? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, they can reach me on Instagram, right? Of course, because that's where we all are. Um, name is Blackburn underscore J N N. They can also check me out on LinkedIn, Jennifer Blackburn, or they can email me at Jennifer at Moxie, M O X I E dot X Y Z. Love to hear from anyone who has questions or needs any mentoring or help. Thanks. Awesome. Thank That's you. We all about, right? Yeah. Trying to help other women and people, you know, yes, be better people. People, yeah, yeah, you know? be better people. Better people it. equals better world. Are we ready for rapid fire? Yes, I was about to say, let's jump into some fun rapid fire questions. So we will ask you things, whatever comes to mind first. You okay. can say it. Um, so I will start us off. With actually, is there anything you're binging TV or even books? If that's no binging, okay. Um, just finished binging clickbait Netflix. I watched that in one night, yeah. Totally, I was like, all (laughs) it was up until three in the morning (laughs) because, and then I was like, I have. I have a five month old son, he's gonna be up in two hours. I don't know why I did this to myself, but. Such a good um, show. Trigger warning, though. It definitely does deal with some, you know, interesting. I I wish I would have known a little bit more about it before (laughs) I stayed up until three in the morning and didn't sleep. (laughs) But the good news about that is, is that your five month old is sleeping. Yeah, (laughs) this is true. Yeah, Morgan's definitely lucky that way. Now, I noticed, I noticed from your, uh, fun facts that your your favorite music genre is 90s hip-hop can you give me a favorite song I can tell you that I'm super freaking excited for the best Super Bowl halftime show ever in history that is coming right um I'm a huge Eminem fan we were born on the same day so I'm super excited love Eminem but I would say all the original 90s you know Dr. Dre Biggie I mean, even like, just like Bell Biv DeVoe, right? Just like a little BBD. Yes. Love it. Yeah. Anything that was, that could have been on a mixtape. Right. Uh, a mixtape. My cassette. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that, riding in the car and like recording 
the song. Right? Like, and hurry, like, don't miss it. <laughs> or when it gets stuck and you like, you're like, damn it. Right. Trying to pull it out. Oh, with the pencil. Remember yeah. the pencil you put it in the thing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. Oh, okay. Very Last good. question. Um, is there a self-care like beauty tip or just self-care tip that you do daily? Oh yeah. Well, I'm a mom of five. So pretend like you're going to take a shower, go in the bathroom, shut the door, lock it and bring a glass of wine. Yes. <laughs> that is that. my, that is my self tip to maintaining solitude. <laughs> I'm taking that. I'm definitely taking Take it with that. you. I'm, I'm new on the venture. So I'll yes. a wine fridge in the bathroom. Get more yes. proactive. I love that. <laughs> Goals. Oh. You gotta have goals. Wine yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs a sauna? Wine yeah. fridge. No. <laughs> Don't need it. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jennifer. For um, thank you. It was great. Thank you, and and thank you for joining us for Weefle Waves. We will. Uh, I don't know how to finish this, Morgan. How do you finish this? <laughs> we'll be back soon. We'll we'll talk. We'll to be you back soon. <laughs> Start at the beginning. Start with you. We feel lead. Leadership through elevation, awareness, and discovery. In a nutshell, it's 13 weeks plus you, a partner, and a community going on an intensely supported personal deep dive into who we are, why we're here, and how we are going to make the biggest impact possible sound big it's a completely transformational program that we recommend for everyone no matter the age experience or background join us for the next edition of the we Lead program